What's going on, people? What is going on? As you already know, this is a Monday night, which means it's Cooler Talk Mondays with Mad Mike Sports. As you already know, I am your host. High quality is to sixth man. K Styles. And if you don't know who that guy is over there, as you already know, this is Mad Mike Sports. Bringing to you Atlanta Falcons news, updates, jokes, questions, all that. All that. So, Mike, we got three special words for the people. And what are those three special words that we got for them? Is that real? Roll. Call. Praise the Lord. That's how Judah be. Praise the Lord. I'm going to pray it to the Lord going down like this. Like, ooh, and today's roll call, we going to kick it off with YMOF Jamal, Joseph Thornton, Bubba Gump, Darnell Partridge, Trauma Locks. We got the coach, Will, a.k.a. Coach Unchained. Y'all make sure y'all go ahead and subscribe to his channel. Where they do, they, where they do live, I repeat, live reactions to football games. For the upcoming Falcon season, so y'all make sure y'all tune in for that. We got Tim Sports and Gaming. We got Johnson Rogier, Kenneth Lewis. We got another one of our brethren. If you missed the post game show Saturday evening, you know Marwin, aka the Falcon therapist and residential jokester as well. We got oh, Jerry he, he, he did it rub on too. All right, not in a not in a predatorial type of way, but he, he gets his rub on. So if you feel like you need some, you know, a, a nice massage for a, a good price, oh, I don't think we want to bring up. Look, I'm not hey, talking. Yeah. About, hey, look, 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 I'm not talking about like... no. <laughs> <laughs> now, if you were on the Deshaun Watson tip, he will smack your right. ass. So you hey, better like, get a couple of other sandwiches. <laughs> We got my Atlanta area. That's that's plan right there. So, hey man, hey, go ahead and get it. Go ahead and get it. Follow him on Instagram. Follow him on Twitter. You can see his work. It's all there for you, man. Hey man, like I said, that's our people, man. Y'all, y'all make sure y'all show him some love. We got Yusuke Knight, D Sloan, William, Amy. ATL Leo, Blizz 818, Silas Draven, Brian Peoples, Nathan Floyd. No, Lowski always, he always requests the music to come on. So, you know, we got to get it to him. We got Michael Walker, Really 1090, Lyrics Mom. Crazy ass woman. (laughs) Trucker Mike, Mr. Smith. Jack Savage, Jamal Grant, Dreddy, 
Sonia. That's my people's Tony Paul. We got Wolf who howls alone at the moon. We just gonna call you the lonely wolf. That's too much to say right there. Yeah, we got a few more. We got Jerome 69. Okay, we just gonna say Jerome 69. That's actually my middle name, by the way. So most people didn't know that. Wow, ain't that something? I would have never Austin Austin Douglas. We hey, hey, look, we got AFN's own Lisa in the building. We got one of my one of my personal goons. Look, one of my personal goons is in the building too. That's Bridget. You know Bridget in here. Y'all better be on y'all best behavior. She will give you that. Exactly. All right, we gotta give a few more. We got Boomer Falcon, Xavier Littman, Tay Rush. That's about it. Oh yeah, D Coleman. So let's go ahead and do it. What the hell? What's Three, two, one. What's going on, people, man? Let's go ahead and get into the show tonight, man. As you already know, the title of the show is... Wait a minute. Hold on. We have a new member. Pick up the pieces. Pick up the pieces. Shout out to the Lonely Wolf as the newest member of whatever channels you just became a member of. So Mike most <laughs> likely be yours, Mike. Uh, we I definitely appreciate it. We got some stuff coming for that, too. Mm-hmm. So, as tonight's show is countdown to the final 53, as we already know. The season is coming up real soon, and I think a lot of people are getting real antsy about what this team is going to be looking like come week one against the Stanks. Um, from the preseason, from, from these three preseason games, outside of, like, the guys that are, like, obvious shoe is, what player – do you feel like made a case to be on that 53 man Ross? I want everybody to put your um like who was the guy that stood out that should make the 53 man roster. So Mike floor is yours, man. Uh, and also shouts out the Maggie T and the professor as well. They just chimed in on us. Ooh, that's a tough question. Um, it is a tough one. I'll say, hmm. I know where I'm going with this. <laughs> uh oh, exactly where I'm going with this. Where we going with? Where we uh, going? Oh, hold, hold on, Mike. Go we got a, we got a two dollar super chat. Jamal Grant, appreciate the love, man. He said, appreciate at number 83, easy. <laughs> <laughs> and if most folks don't know who number 83 is, that's um, <laughs> Jared Bernhardt. So, mm-hmm. so what you got on that, Mike? What, 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 what you seeing on that? Uh, 
Should I do it? I'm, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna just do it like this. Oh hell! I'm gonna do it like this. Y'all probably. Oh hell! I'm gonna do it like this. As y'all already see, I'm looking over to the um right side <laughs> of the damn screen because I'm looking like you'll oh, see. Bro, you'll see. Here you got stove here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh I, I was expecting a picture. I was expecting a picture or something. That boy, that boy nope. put <laughs> number seventy-seven. Hey, you don't know the what that hated, The most hated man in Atlanta right now. Yep, I, I had to do it. I, I gotta do it. Why? It's because. <laughs> This man is getting so much hate just for being a, a rookie. Like he just he's a rookie. Okay. This man been moved around in more foster homes than I've seen a foster kid move around. Okay. Nobody wants him. He ain't did nothing to nobody. He's a nice kid. He does his job and he does it. Does he does it? Does he do it in a a way that's going to satisfy everybody? Absolutely not. But we got to understand that he's just a kid, man. And I think the biggest issue, like I said, I, I want to make this a serious um, issue as far as the fan base is concerned. If y'all want growth, if y'all want this team to be a, a, a staple for years to come, we got to give people more than a year. How the hell are you supposed to? How the hell are you supposed to get better if you're ready to get rid of somebody after one year? What are we talking about? If we would have gave Tom Brady one year, he wouldn't even be in the hall. He wouldn't even be in the NFL right now because he didn't even start. He wasn't even a starter. If we wouldn't have given. Brett Favre, a chance. And I mean, Green Bay, guess what? He wouldn't even be a Hall of Famer. If we didn't give Aaron Rodgers a chance, and I'm talking about one, two, three chances, he wouldn't even be Aaron Rodgers. What about Marshawn Lynch? People gave up on him. We didn't even know Marshawn Lynch until Seattle Gave him a second chance. So if we want guys, our team to be great, we got to give teams, we got to give players more than a dang on year, bro. Like, come on, man. That's not fair to him. That's not fair to any other player that ever played the game. Not everybody can be a Deion Sanders that come in and, and, and game one and just set the whole league on fire. Not everybody can be a, a Jeff Francois first pitch, the first one of the first games against the Bra in the Braves uniform. You had a home run. That doesn't happen. Not everybody gonna be Ronald Acuna. Not everybody gonna be Freddie Freeman. Get these kids a chance to develop properly and not See, give up on them. Look at the bottom of the screen. 
Harvey Dog, Tom McClure would never have been stopped. Got to give these guys a chance to develop. It takes more than a year. Not everybody's going to be LeBron. Hell, LeBron wasn't even LeBron when he got in the league. Let's just keep that real. He had a bunch of veterans around him to help him do what he does best. Kobe. Kobe was a failure. Like, this dude shot air ball after air ball. And I'm talking about it was embarrassing. The whole world is watching you shooting air balls in key situations. <laughs> okay. We got to bring up that shot again. Them, those couple shots, like Kobe shot a bunch of air balls. And, and he embarrassed himself in front of the world. But he got in the gym and got better. But it didn't take one year. <laughs> it's, it baffles me to see these guys do this to these these young kids and on the oh my god, did that one, get that one. And Southside here is shouts out to Noah to the one before by Tom mm-hmm. McClure. Yes. Southside here said, "Hell, Roddy White was awful in his first season." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if you have that same mindset for a Jalen Mayfield like that, if as far as you're talking about, okay, I've seen enough in one year. Will will we be talking about regretting trading Roddy White after his first year? Mm. I mean, Mm. the the issues come down to it is, man, like you said, yes, he, like I said, he has work to do. I got a but, one one for you right now, just right off the tongue, real quick. Go ahead. Jordan Davis. Jordan Davis. Jordan wanted to give up on him. He said, you got to lose weight or you not going to play here. He got his ass in the gym, and he came back that's, that, that sophomore year and became a monster. It happens. Hell, look at A.J. Terrell. Yeah. Like you said, I think the issue comes. I think where the issue comes down is, is, is certain mindsets of people that are so desperate for success. Is like okay, it's not really necessarily wanting to take the steps to get there. Mm. Like you said, yeah. all the like you said, like I said, with Jalen Mayfield, that he didn't play up to the standards everybody wanted him to last year. Yes, but you also have to remember he was the backup right tackle and then moved the left guard before the first game. Before the first game, with limited practice snaps at that position, <laughs> he had one day of practice as the left guard, so he had to learn how to play the position. He literally had to learn how to play the position as the season went along. Mm-hmm. Now. I'm gonna add something to that, Mike. I'm gonna add something to that as well. Um, if Jalen Mayfield doesn't make this team, who is the other option that you can turn to? Because. I've seen Elijah Wilkinson, and he doesn't really turn heads like that. 
The difference with Elijah Wilkinson is he's better at pass protection. He's and and run and run and run block. Mayfield's one of the nastiest run blockers you got on the team. Mm-hmm. And he's a future right tackle, so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, hey, look. I don't really oh. see anybody there to replace him, to be honest. I'm, I'm, and I'm being yeah. honest. I, I just don't believe in the fact he had right tackle. So if I don't believe in that right tackle, um, how the hell he gonna play left tackle, left guard? Yeah, because he's played left. He left. He's played left tackle in preseason. He's played left guard. He's a natural right tackle. So, mm-hmm. hey, we'll we'll see how it go for. But like I said, I'm confident that he can get better. And mm-hmm. like I said, Keyshawn Vlad here said, "What about Schaefer at left guard? Schaefer's still a work in progress too." Just because he played at Georgia doesn't mean he's ready. <laughs> and that's and kind it of like, him a while. It took him a while to develop mm-hmm. at Georgia. He wasn't always starting. <laughs> right. But that, like you said, that also comes with development. Like, we have to get out this mindset of, okay, these guys played at this school, so they're automatically going to be pro bowlers or they're automatically going to be superstars at this position. It doesn't work like that. Mm-hmm. Schaefer is just as big of a project as Jalen Mayfield. Yeah. So keep that in mind. Keep that in mind. But go ahead, Mike. Is, is that all you wanted to say on, on, on that yeah, one? Yeah, that's that's that's, that's yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, like I said, we just gotta give a lot of these guys more than a year. Um right. you know, like you said, Isaiah Oliver is another guy. Right. A lot of people gave up on him. I was, I, like from day one, I know exactly what it was. I said he was a free safety, mm-hmm. strong safety. He had the capability and the size to play right. strong safety. But you know, towards the end of the Dan Quinn era, when he had fired, when, when he was fired, they decided out of nowhere to magically put him at slot corner, and he played well. He was one of the best, if not the best, corner during that time. So. You know, you got to put these guys in position to succeed. That's, that's one thing I believe, putting guys in a position to succeed. Oh, my bad, my bad. Because I was, I was looking at MVG here to keep saying that he sucks. I'm about to say, ain't this the same thing that they said about A.J. Terrell after his rookie year? I, 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 I'm, I'm, try, I'm trying to remember because – I remember when AJ Terrell got drafted. They said he sucked because he got beat against LSU against Jamar Chase. He came in, he was he wasn't shit. Second year came out, balled out. All right, so let's just say he sucks. NBGs, who going who 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 like what's He's your what's your What's your process to get better? Who's gonna get better? How, how, what's the process to improve the offensive well, line? But, but you see what he said though. He said we have nobody to replace him, so we just gonna have to work with it. So there's no I mean, solution. Chicago is dealing with the same thing. It's been a whole two years. They still suck. 
offensive line, and they they mm-hmm. got they brought in more players. Mm-hmm. So if that's if if building an yeah. offensive line and improving an offensive line was so easy, why is Chicago still struggling? <laughs> MB said he said I said he said AJ. I didn't say you said AJ Terrell. I said the majority of Falcon fans thought AJ Terrell was garbage when they drafted him. Mm-hmm. Just because he got yeah. just because Jamar Chase torched him on two plays in the national title game. Two plays now. Two. Not the whole game. Two. But the moral of the story is, is if he doesn't improve after this year, then you look for the solution. Okay, see, even if you're talking about, well, no, we wouldn't talk, we obviously wouldn't talk about AJ. So if you're talking about AJ, well, like even with AJ, it's like, Corners, this is this is what we're talking about, even with corners. Not everybody mm-hmm. gonna turn around and be Deion Sanders. There's only one right. Deion, there's only one Champ Bailey, there's only one um 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 uh Jets corner. I don't know why. Uh, Darrell Revis. Darrell Revis. There's only one Revis Island, there was only one Asante Samuel. Those guys come around every blue moon when you get these shutdown mm-hmm. corners like that. Not everybody can be run day barber. You know what I'm saying? Like no, no, nobody's gonna, not everybody's gonna beat all types of calls. Like you said, like you said, for every, I'ma just say it like this: for every Quentin Nelson, you're going to potentially get a uh, Adam Levitre, or you may get a uh, hmm, who's a okay guard. Like you said, you're gonna get plenty of those. But the thing about it is, is it's stages of development. And we're kind of getting away from what the question is and kind of trying to explain this. But, yeah, man, like you said, just give it some time, man. Like I said, if, if Jalen Mayfield does not improve this year, they're definitely going to be looking for a suitable replacement. Mm-hmm. Rather, he either be here or they may wait until the draft. But you don't you don't give up after we, year one because if that was the case, y'all have gave up on me because after year one I look like absolute shit on here. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> let's keep it real. Most of y'all asses, most of y'all thought I was shit when I first started. Bro, I was terrible. <laughs> That's why I wasn't doing shows all the time. <laughs> But yeah, I was making some early shows. I was, ooh, I was mad. Good God. Yeah, exactly. So it, it just come down to it like that, man. But I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna go ahead and give mine who I think definitely earned it. Mm-hmm. Uh and it's it's a whole bunch on too, man. And it it, it, it sucks. It, it it just sucks because it's like I've seen consistent play, and that's Abdullah Anderson. Mm. He, he 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 like like he flashed the most out of a lot of guys. I I like Timothy Horn, but Abdullah Anderson flashed like a mud. Like it's like every game I see him, he's disrupting something. He's in the backfield. He's holding the point of attack. Like you said, he he is a definite um. And like I said, 
I, I, I say I, I see a lot of people say D offer too. Uh, he, I think he'll he'll definitely make the team. I ain't worried about that because he made the most plays out of everybody in the secondary. But I'm just talking about as far as guys that's kind of like cusp and doing getting there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Abdullah Anderson, man. Hi, I think I've seen him. I think I've seen him. Like, cause like Tangelo, he kind of did it frequently in the last game. But I'm talking about if you're adding up all three games together, it was like Abdullah Anderson and Timothy Horn were consistent throughout all three games. Oh, I see phone calling him Abdullah the Butcher. Yeah, Abdullah the Butcher. butcher. He damn sure was butchering them guards out there, boy, because he was running two tech. He was he was running two tech. Um, like I said, he he just holding guys up, mm-hmm. and you just saw linebackers just making plays off of. Him. Mm-hmm. So I I think he definitely played his way into a spot, and it also helps the fact that he's a veteran in this league as well. I wouldn't say like a major veteran, but like I said, he's got enough years on him to where he can kind of help build up these young guys like the Taquan Grams and Arnold Ebiketis and like just giving them kind of like pointers on on, on the game and stuff. Mm-hmm. So now I see I see a lot of people got uh I see I see the main name I'm seeing a lot here is D offer. Man, like I said, D offer. Yeah, I, I think so. I I, I would yeah. agree on that. I gotta take on that one too. I got that video coming out tomorrow okay. on D offer. So I think y'all gonna like that one. Right. I already did mine on Jerry Bernhardt. Yeah. That one that one's tough though. That that that's a tough yeah. one because I don't I it, it's too many guys in front of them that I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I know he'll definitely he'll at least be a practice squad, but I don't think he'll make the fifty three. If he does, I will be shocked. To be honest, <sighs> yeah, I, mm, that's a, a lot of tough. They got a lot of tough modes mm-hmm. to make, bro. It's gonna be tough. I see. I we got a tease Tabor site. Mm-hmm. Caleb Huntley. Caleb. Caleb Hudley going down that same road too. It's too many bodies in front of him, man. Mm-hmm. He, might, he might end up going practice squad again. Oh God! I see my my Cole Pruitt, um, Allison. Oh, <laughs> You're <my>. like, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no. Yeah, he done proved that damn that grit. That what the hell he done proved. That's all he's doing is dancing to Oh my god. Yeah. Uh Frank Darby. Uh, I don't know. I, uh, him, I don't know. I haven't really seen a lot from him that they could really say, okay, I gotta keep this guy. But we talked about hold on. Wait a minute, Mike. I think you might need to go ahead and do the um residential light check here. You want to go ahead and get that oh, out of the way? Okay. Give us a little bit of a breather. So, Just for those that don't, let's hit the music. Let's hit the music. We always hit music here. We have 188 people tuning in tonight, so we definitely appreciate everybody. 
So as Mad Mike check on the likes, make sure we get at least 50% here. We I definitely tell you just to keep on supporting Mad Mike Sports as well as Six Man K Styles. So we doing things here, man. We got the memberships coming up. And wait a minute. Eight more so we can I, get at least eighty. All right, just eight more. I feel I feel something in my pocket. I don't know what's going oh. on. No, it's not like it's not like that. Not like oh, that. Oh, what was I about to say? Not like that. Oh, I, yeah. look, hey, maybe I was asking about to stand up and do my little dance. I, oh, no, hey, get the fuck, get, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I was asking about to do it. <laughs> nah, but sooner than later, I have two things for everybody. We didn't really get a chance to do the such and such like I wanted to. But I have two Fanatic gift cards as a giveaway, as a 1K giveaway. Hmm. Who's it going to be? Who's it going to be? You'll have to stay tuned and find out on the six-man convo. So, just let you know. Oh, why you? I'm not announced, man. Somebody do this for another now. Oh, all right, man. What what announcement you got? We still got the music going on. We got to get that announcement going on. We actually... Are expanding, okay? Hawk fans, do us a favor. Braves fans, do us a favor. Head over to our channel, Matt Mike Network, as well as Atlanta Sports Nation, Atlanta Sports Nation, the Georgia Sports Nation. Now, um, we're going to be bringing in a few Hawks content creators. Braves content creators. So if you feel like you have what it takes, well, come on over. Hit yeah. that subscribe button over there. Hit up Miss Maggie. Hit up myself. So we can get y'all in. Georgia Sports Nation. All right. Matt Mike Network. We're going to be doing a lot of Braves Hawks content. We got a few Hawks content creators already in line but we need some brave how about some Georgia some Georgia tech we got it got a spot for y'all so head over hit on Miss Maggie she'll have the links in the description for you guys in the comment section so you guys can subscribe to it but we got a lot of stuff coming my bad, man. I had to do it. I had to. I had to get my Frank Darby on <laughs> during that song. I had to get my Frank Darby on a little bit. Uh, but we got a, another two dollar super chat from Jamal Grant. He's at eighty three, taking eighty eight spot. <laughs> All eighty eight want to do is laugh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I said, the thing is, the spirit is good. But the problem is, is the production 
isn't really showing like that. And it's like, it's like, okay, um, you got three catches. Hey, I didn't even know he had three catches. I remember one. I that that was about one. I remember one. I remember two. I, I remember two <laughs> But and that was the that was just the last game. That's the only one I remember. But the thing is, is it's good to be energetic. It's kind of good to have that energy. Like I said, if he stays on this team nine times out of ten, he's gonna be nothing more than a special teams gunner. Mm-hmm. But Sean Vlad hit up Miss Maggie on Twitter. Hit up on Facebook. You can find her on you 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 can ask her all the questions. So if you all want to inquire about what we're doing, hit up Miss Maggie. Email her. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Solomon said Darby's pop-offs are not saving them this time. Man, let's, just, let's, keep, let's keep it real. He's a male cheerleader, all right? The, the cheerleaders always got to have that one or two men that's up there holding oh. them up and doing all that. Oh. That's what Frank Darby is at this point. So he's cool he, to us that he's a football player. He, he's a he, male cheerleader. He's he Stephen Means. That, that basically, Stephen Means never left the building. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. <laughs> but we got a um four ninety-nine super chat from Red Swarm. He said, What's good, brothers? Several players had maybe a great game, but two guys that showed up in all three of them consistently were Tyler Algier and D Off. Mm-hmm. I definitely agree on that. Mm-hmm. I think Tyler Algier is a shoe-in, though. That's why we really didn't even say that name. We know he is shoe-in. He run. He runs with the attitude this team needs. Um, the offer when well, nothing more can be said about that. It made the most plays yeah, out of yeah, pretty much everybody. Mm-hmm. So definitely appreciate that. Hmm. Do we do we got to start this again, people? He had to hump them too. For what? Those fucking bones we got at Lineout Linebacker? Are you fucking on? Uh here we go. Are, here we go. What, what, what are we talking about? We literally just talking about the man up here dancing, doing the gritty and smiling, but you talking about <laughs> being <laughs> Bro, I, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this. This man up here dancing, <laughs> dancing and doing the <laughs> They said they'd rather keep the special team gunner dancer than the yeah, he, like, he gotta humble himself. All right, All right let, 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 Bro, let, 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 let. This make it make sense to me. I'm not even gonna go in detail. Just like man, I, look, 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 man. I want to say that, but I, less than twenty passes. I want look, look. I want to say that for the end of the show. We're gonna say that for the end of the show. We saving that. We saving that conversation for the end of the show. Because the mm-hmm. next time I wanted to get to the next thing, but before that, MVG Ooh, came boy. with a four ninety nine. So they said, I think it's safe to say Marcus over Ritter. With our team being young, kind of fell our offense would run better with Ritter, in my opinion. 
Actually, it really wouldn't be no big difference, to be honest with you. One is just more experience. Now, mm-hmm. for Ritter's sake, he's better starting off starting off on the bench. Better off. So he can get more so of that sideline seasoning. You know, sometimes, you know, you want to sprinkle a little bit of extra um, salt, pepper, a little paprika on there. You want to make sure that thing is nice and seasoned. You don't want a boiled chicken with just salt on it. You don't want that. That shit tastes nasty. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, boy. no, you want that shit. You want that shit cooked right. To perfection with the right seasoning. You don't want to boil exactly. chick. You don't want to be like the chick from Flavor Love who put the chicken in the microwave <laughs> and thought the shit was cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you take that to I'm sorry, man. I don't want to say like I'm like that goofy bro was tripping, bro. I like who the hell gonna put a whole chicken in the microwave? <laughs> We can't do that. Oh we can't do that. We can't do that to Ritter. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, we can't bro. do that to Ritter. We, we no. Like I said, if the off, like and then, like you said, like you said, Mariota is the safe bet. I will agree on that. Even though I do, yeah, I like Desmond Ritter. I'm, I'm a, I'm a Ritter guy. I've always been a Ritter guy. But the thing is, Mariota's here for a reason, and that's to show him the ropes. It's to mm-hmm. Bridge him in, like you said. If the Falcons don't get off to the start that they want to, or don't see this offense really getting better, then they'll throw Ritter in. But Ritter will always have that. He will have that seasoning. He'll have that okay regular season preparation already in the bag. So in the case they do decide to throw him in, he'll kind of know what they expect for the weeks to come up. And he'll see the speed of the game from the sideline, so he won't be. Oh. Like I said, we don't want boiled. <laughs> you know, we don't want boiled. They dude. ain't dying off of that. <laughs> hey. All right. Have y'all seen boiled chicken? That is the worst thing ever. <laughs> I seen one of them. No, it's not nah. fried. It's, it's big boiled chicken. Yeah, nah, bro. Oh, you find anything on YouTube, bro. I found that it's full <laughs> thing. I said, oh, no. <laughs> I, I said, I might well go ahead and just skin the cat outside the damn house and just eat him like that. <laughs> <laughs> <Come> on, <man. laughs> all right, on, all right, all right. We're going to get, we gonna get gonna have we gonna on that. We're going to get on that. Oh, Lord. Little Lisa talking about oh. Literally said, "Wow, a flavor of love." Reverend K. Styles making podcast show magic. <laughs> hey man, shoot, that's what I do, man. I watch weird. I watch weird stuff, man. Y'all and, have no idea. Yeah, no yeah, y'all have no idea what I be mean, watching. And we got the wolf in the building, man. That definitely, definitely appreciate yeah, sure. That's one of our peoples right there. Y'all make sure y'all go and subscribe to the Wolf Man himself, man. So. Okay, well, so we my, talked about we hey, talked about hey, my opinion on uh Darby real quick. Just this real go ahead, fast. Go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, I, I, 
I'm gonna be as honest as I possibly can. I think the the biggest hype around Frank is justified. Like I I think he's a great guy. Um he's a great oh, team. God. Oh God, you, you already started with he's a good guy. Uh-huh. So I already know this is gonna air back. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh <laughs> he's a great guy, good guy, the exact type of person that you want um as a player because it, it gets <laughs> it gets interesting during the course of the season. But he's born a fucking chicken, okay? <laughs> He's bored, fucking chicken. <laughs> Just, it looks good. He's like, all right, damn. This shit, that shit don't eat. look good at all. That shit look undone. <laughs> hold on, hold on. You, you were expecting, like, look, it's chicken. So you would think it would be good. Frank Darby is bored, chicken. <laughs> You'd be thinking it, damn. It's, like, how good can chicken? I like you can't mess up chicken. Okay, you can't mess up the damn chicken. But somehow Frank Darby is that. He looks good on the field. He sounds good on the field. But when you try to eat that shit, it's like, okay, what the hell is this? That's what Frank Darby is. He ain't showing me a freaking thing. Okay, Frank Darby ain't showing nobody. Then outside, he can dance real well. He can smile real well. Lord, he showed me nothing Lord. about football. If you're gonna keep him, he's gonna be a special teamer tackling people. But he's a wide receiver, he should have been a damn defensive back. If we're going up, you know, draft him for that. <laughs> so he did, he just straight, he just straight, he just straight up, um, uh, extra rare state. That's what he. <laughs> Extra, <laughs> extra, 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 you poke it with the extra, 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 just extra, 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 Oh man, let's oh, get to the ten dollar super chat, man. Frank Darby ain't that damn man, wow, but like I said, he just got he just got to show more. Man, but he just, I just need to see more, man. I, yeah. I don't need all that dancing, man. This show, this show Dwayne Body, yeah, Dwayne Bodies. That Dwayne Body came with the ten dollar super chat. He said, "I called DR for the year ago. What are your thoughts?" Okay, so this is pretty much what you just answered. He said, "Regarding Darby, we need headhunters, not cheerleaders." <laughs> <laughs> we need football players. Like, yeah. We can bring back damn Thomas they good to do that bullshit. Like, I don't... <laughs> oh, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. Hey, hey, do I need to bring up the, the Thomas Day cool picture? I wish I still had it. Oh, no, Thomas Day cool. Hold on, let me see. I was in my oh, God, I don't why mind. did I have to say that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Hold on, let me see. I want to see if they hold on. So, <laughs> you want that? You want that back? <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't need that. Uh, all that. right, all right, all right, man. But for real, though, for real, for real, for real, for real, for real. 
Oh, hold on. We got another $5 super chat. He said, Kevin Art, appreciate the love, man. He said, what position defense or offense will Smith target as an ad after cuts tomorrow? I really don't know. <laughs> It'll probably be most likely defense. Well, actually, nah, I don't really know, to be honest with you. Shout out to Deb J Rock who just entered the chat. Mike, <laughs> uh, Mike, what's going on? You signed did, did, did Thomas Day cool with the football in between the feet? Cat, cat, got you to shut the hell up or something? I just, oh my God. <laughs> I can't believe yeah. I apologize because I got that image in my head now. I'm just like, bro, what right. are you doing? <laughs> what, 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 what are we doing? Uh, that said, I was at the game Saturday and the crowd was dead. <laughs> Saturday. It's, it's Saturday. a preseason game. Nobody really, yeah. Ain't like nobody really trying to see no fourth and fifth strangers. Like, <laughs> They just, they, like, they, they going if they going to Mercedes Benz. They they just trying to get their freak nick on. They ain't caring about no preseason game. <laughs> <laughs> but Bridget said it didn't sound dead to her, so I gotta listen to the goon on that one. So it's preseason anyway, so we really don't care. I mean, I ain't gonna say we don't care, but it really doesn't matter because yeah, them damn preseason tickets like twenty five, thirty dollars. So. But uh, <laughs> it just it just for it just it just for it just it just for the kids. Baby, you want to go to a football game? Yeah, yes. Are we going to see the first? Are we going to go see Kyle Pitts? Uh, no. You're going to see Michael Pruitt. <laughs> but yeah. Um. Okay, so we talked about the guys that we expect. Right, Mike, who would be your surprise cut? Like, you know, if, if there's a possibility of anybody that could Ooh. possibly be a surprise cut, who do you think it would be? I'll go first on this one, and then this one's gonna yeah, kind of break my this is gonna kind of break my heart a little bit when I say this, but I think a surprise cut that may come is going to be Damian Williams. <sighs> Now, I look, I like Damian Woods. I do. I think he brings a lot to this team as well. Mm-hmm. But here's an issue. If Cordero Patterson is on the depth chart as a running back, Damian Williams has no chance. Because you still got Keith Smith back there too, and they need that fullback. So that's another running back gone. They're going to give Quadri Olsen a chance to show the the to be that guy. There is it's going to be a committee, but you have to think about it. You're going to have you're going to have Quadri Olsen, Cordero Patterson, Tyler Algier. Now, 
Now, you may think, yeah, that's just only three running backs. That's all they need is three running backs. You really don't need four. <sighs> yeah, but like I said, they, they too high on Olsen. They too high on Aldier and, and Cordero Patterson, man. And like I said, it didn't always be that one guy. That's why I said it hurts me. Like, I hope I'm wrong, but I would just say do not be surprised if you see Damian Williams' name come up in that cut. You really haven't seen a lot of them. You've seen pretty much everybody, but I think I think Tyler Algier running the way he did is kind of is kind of put the nail on the coffin for Damian Williams. I'm just gonna leave it at that. <clears throat> Now, if now if they now if they move Cordero Patterson to wide receiver, then we have a different story. Mm-hmm. Then we have a different story. It all depends on where they put Cordero Patterson on the depth chart. If he's running back, if he's wide receiver, Damian Williams gonna still be there. But go ahead, Mike. Woo. A surprise. Oh man. It's gonna hurt me to say this. But Marlon Davidson. I, I think Marlon so. Davidson could be he, he could be a surprise. The reason why I say it's a surprise, it wouldn't be shocking, but I, I think he's just – he hasn't shown us anything. He's no good to us hurt. He still didn't practice today. Let's see him. He didn't even practice today. So what's the point? And like I said, I like him. I think he has tremendous amount of potential, but what's the point of having him on your team if he's not going to showcase anything? He's done nothing for us. And a lot of it's not his, you know, his fault, but injuries happen. But that's the NFL. You got to be available in order for us to be some sort of, you know, like you got to be something. He's been nothing for us. Every four yeah. or five weeks, every three weeks, he hurt out with COVID. And like I said, the COVID issue is, I, I can get out of pass, but uh, is Arthur Smith, Terry Fontenot, Dean Pease, are willing to wait for him to finally get healthy while they, you know, building team and they get good players like Adula uh, Anderson, who's um, playing well. Do they really want to cut them because this guy's doing nothing? I don't, I don't, I don't know if another team is. Um, I don't know if another team covers his skill like that, or you know, willing to work with him when he gets. I just don't know. He's done nothing outside of that pick six, and you know, like maybe a sack here and there. But like he, he's done nothing for us. So um, I think that'd be a surprise cut. Because obviously he's a second round pick, and you know, like I said, some, some sometimes that happens, but he's done nothing. Mm-hmm. 
and he's still doing nothing. Uh, That's the key. What yeah. I just said. he's done right. nothing, and he's still doing nothing. He's not even practicing. Hey, man, all I say on that, man, is <clears throat> Marlon Davidson get cut, it wouldn't be a surprise to me. Uh, I'm, I'm going to just say, I'm going to just say it for me personally, it wouldn't be a surprise. Mm-hmm. Like I said before, Abdullah Anderson, Taquan Graham, like I said, you bringing in guys, Timothy Horn, like these guys. Like you said, they may not have the talent of a Marlon Davidson. But a lot of times it ain't always about who's the most talented. It's about, well, what, what, what do they say? The best ability is availability. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hell, most of the time I'll be there forgetting he's even on the team. <laughs> All right. Yeah. And it kind of goes against what we were saying about Jalen Mayfield, but at least with Jalen Mayfield is he's on the field and he's trying to do – he's trying to win. He's on the field. But if he makes – if he stays on the team, this is going to be a prove-it year for him because if he doesn't – shine on anything if he survives these these this 53 cut if he survives this if he doesn't have a breakout year it's over for him in Atlanta mm-hmm. man that boy hey I'm about to say does anybody remember um hold on Marlon Davidson reminds me. I'm trying to think what the what the hell was those things. Well, well, what was those things? He's kind of like, well, what is that? That crystal blue Pepsi soda. He's kind of like that. <laughs> <laughs> y'all, wow. remember, y'all remember those, right? No, no, no. I take that back. No, he's a surge energy drink. He's the that surge is perfect for him because it's like okay, it you got hype about it, and then it just disappears. <laughs> Damn, not man, man, man. Yeah, he he he's basically he's basically equivalent. He's basically equivalent to to surge soda. <laughs> Both motherfuckers man, hated it. Soda. <laughs> wow, that shit only last. That that soda only lasted like about three years. That man said surge. I ain't heard. Yeah, that man. So long. <laughs> I know, boy. I used to, but I. I don't even remember if I if I liked it or not. That's how it, was ba- it was. Ba- it was basically like a stronger version of Mountain Dew. I was like, I don't know how the hell you get stronger than Mountain Dew, but whatever. Damn. <laughs> Man, she oh said he's God. she said he's Hawaiian punch with ice and still hot. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Hey. 
We've done oh, way too many days. See? Body, y'all. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, oh it does. Hey, that you see what it did? You see what it did to me? It put me on the first 48 oh right now. Ain't this some bull. <laughs> so, people, I will be right back as I oh get this God. camera situated. Hey, it, it, nope. it's... it's <laughs> oh, my gosh. This, this is... This is what you guys did. He, you guys did that to him. Y'all put K-Styles up to these jokes. Oh, my goodness. Uh, a fudge round. Wow. A fudge round. Shit, shit hell no. Nah, fudge round. Fudge rounds are still around. Um, Hold on. I want to look up the list of discontinued damn products from the night. <laughs> This continue 90s snacks. Let's see. 90s candy. Let's see what we got here. Um we got squeeze it. Um I, I'm, Ooh, I'm, I let's see. About that. Let's squeeze it. Hold on. From the 90s and 2000. I, I, I want to know if anybody's gonna do okay. We got Oreo cakes. They they came back out with those Skittles. Good. Mm-hmm. Hershey's kissables. Um, I don't even know what the heck that is. Altoid sours. What the f- waffle crisp? Yeah, that's perfect. He's a waffle crisp. <laughs> <laughs> that's so nasty. <laughs> Berries and cream. Dr. Pepper. Now that was some nasty shit. That, oh my man. Oh, yo, that was so nasty, but oh, ooze tubes, perfect ooze tubes. That sounds nasty. <laughs> Cream flavors, swoops. Oh god, Fruit Loop cereal straws. Oh god. <laughs> we 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 we. Yeah we, yeah we. yeah man. Hold on, man. all right man. Uh, we just know that basically Marlon Davidson got he got to prove something. If he don't, man, get the fuck up out of here. Hey, he's, um, he's behind. Boy, I'm looking at all these. They they got pizza reels, pizza chips. I'm like, the fuck is that? I remember though. They got Ritz Bit S'mores, Go Tarts, <laughs> fruit fruit string things. Kudos, kudos. Uh, I don't know anything about that. Uh, Sprite remix, yeah. Um, uh, Dunkaroos then came back out. They sell them at Walmart. Yeah, peanut butter planters, peanut butter crisp. <laughs> no, nah, I'm good on that. <laughs> what the hell is? Oh, never, never mind. Never. Wait, wait a minute. <clears throat> Did y'all know seven? They did you know that they remixed seven up and, and they had a drink called DNL? No, I didn't. <laughs> Basically, what they did was they took the seven, they, they took the seven up logo and turned it upside down and called it DNL. Okay, now back back to what we were about to go. Um Oh we're gonna God. end the show with this tonight, man, and we it's gonna go to the topic of Dion Jones. We got about f- another 15 minutes, so okay. <laughs> no, it's it <laughs> did not like did not like <laughs> hell no. 
Okay. So mm. I want to know, um, Deion Jones, what was your thoughts seeing Deion Jones out there with the second team, third stringers, special teams? Um, pretty much going from that press conference where he was talking about where he had to earn his spot back. Um, how did you feel? What, what did you think about Dion's performance? And what do you think about what that means as far as him having to work his way back in the football shape? I have no problem with it. I have no problem with him having to work his way back in the football shape. Like you gotta prove that you're ready to play. It don't matter who you are. Everybody could mm-hmm. keep talking about Deion Jones and what he needs to prove, but Grady need to prove to me that he's a double digit sack guy. He hasn't proven that to me yet. I need to see 10 sacks from him. He has the ability. You got more guys around you that can, you know, get you help. So I need to send 10 sacks. So we're going to have that same energy for Dion. I need that same from Grady. Right. We don't have excuses around here. We don't make excuses around here. We can't we can't have one expectation for this guy and then this guy get a pass because he got you know everybody like him. Everybody loves Grady G. He's a likable, lovable guy, excellent, you know, guy. I mean, son of the hammer, we know. But he needs to show us more. Been saying that for the last three years. Anybody who knows know me, I've been saying I need to see double digit sacks from Grady. We yet to see it. He's, in my opinion, I still think he's the second best defensive tackle in the league behind Aaron Donald. As an all around guy, I, I don't think there's a guy in the league that, like, that outside of Aaron Donald that plays the run as well, that could get tackles for losses, and he's a sack guy. There's literally no weakness in Grady's game, zero weakness in his game. You can see guys like Fletcher Cox. <clears throat> Fletcher Cox is a guy, you know, you can throw in there and you can say, all right, maybe, he, you know, maybe he's above. Like, I'm not going to argue. But like I said, just my opinion, I think when you talk about all-around defensive tackles, the only thing Grady Jarrett doesn't have is numbers. Because you can't tell me he can't penetrate. You can't tell me he can't. <clears throat> the dude gets triple teamed. I don't remember seeing Fletcher Cox getting triple teamed. I seen Aaron Donald get triple team. Everybody saying the guy from um, Tennessee is better than Grady. Um, what's the? Oh, name? you talking about Jeffrey? Well, Jeffrey Simmons. Jeffrey, uh, Simmons. Yeah. Simmons. Everybody say everybody say he's better, but I, he he can't play the run as well as Grady Jarrett. We see Grady Jarrett in the backfield down near every play. You see him splitting double teams down near every play. But what I need to see, no, not Chris Jones. Chris Jones, he he ain't on, on no damn. Stop. He's not on Grady Jarrett level. He's not on Grady Jarrett. There's literally no weaknesses in Grady Jarrett's game. I dare anybody to say, well, Grady Jarrett can't do this. The dude plays every position. Fletcher Cox doesn't play every position. You don't see him playing defensive end. 
I see Aaron Donald playing defensive end in every position. Grady Jarrett literally plays every position on that line. Four I six, six like the dude can play every position. Grady Jarrett can play every position. When was the last time you seen those guys play every position on that line? It doesn't happen. But I need that same energy when it comes down to uh, uh, Grady Jarrett that we have for Debo. So at the end of the day, you know, what's my take on Debo? He deserves it. Everybody on the team deserves to get, you know, it's tough love. Ain't no free checks around here. That's what we wanted. You got to earn your keep. I don't give a damn you've been here for 10 years. Well, you got to show that you can still get it done. I'm not paying you $10 million because what you did yesterday. This is exactly what he needs. Okay. You know, at like on top of that, this is what I'm talking about. And this is what the conversation that we had in the chat earlier today. Everybody up here talking about Dion need to prove himself. We literally got about four linebackers on, on this roster with um with one year deals. Kukowski, if they believed in him, you think they would assign him to something bigger than a one year contract? Rashawn Evans. I believe this is Mike uh, Walker last year. Mm-hmm. Don't quote me on that, but I believe he coming to the you know the last year of his deal. Maybe his mm-hmm. third year. We got all these people that's on one year contracts, but we only picking on Deion Jones. So why isn't those guys getting it? If they believed in Kwiatkowski, if they believed in Rashawn Evans, don't you think they would have given these guys more than a year? They gave Cordero Patterson a two-year contract. Mm-hmm. Two is more than one, okay? They drafted, they drafted Detroit. One, <laughs> two. Oh. Yeah, yeah, I'm just you, you're right. Yeah, you're right about that. Yeah. yeah. Dion got two years on his contract. He, he, if they believed in those guys, they would have had those guys for more than one year. So the guy that they truly believe in, let's keep this real, is Troy Anderson. The thing is, you don't want to paint yourself into a corner giving Debo, you know, another contract. Because what if Rashawn Evans started playing well? What if Michael Walker started playing well? They're going to want to commit to a deal, Dion. Because at the end of the day, that's not their guy. So like even, even with that, you still got to have a development plan. What if these guys don't develop? Then what you going to do? What you going to do, brother? What you gonna do when the 24 inch pythons run wild on you? So, <laughs> <laughs> well, like I said, I just like I said, it's it's hold on, no, it's that Debo was already under contract, first of all, second, 48, and Debo wouldn't have left um enough money for that, uh, for the other spots. And third, we got bigger guys that can do his job. 
So, um, like I said, he, he he's like I said at the end of the day, a lot of these guys on on last they on a one year contract, but we only singling out Dion, who's on the two. Do we really believe in two guys that just got tossed? Kukowski got tossed. They said, we don't want you no more. Rashawn Evans got tossed. We don't want you anymore. But we up here saying that Dion needs to go for guys that's, that's gotten tossed. Just saying, Dion's still here. We let Foyer walk. They didn't even try to sign. Uh, um, just, let me make another point. We didn't even try to sign Foyer. Wow. Too much money. At the end of the day. And we're going to get another, what, $24 million in, in dead cap money? Mm-hmm. Like I said, anything can happen. Not saying Debo is going to be here, you know, forever. But it got to make sense. Like I said, it has to make sense for me. If we can make a, if we can make a trade for Dion, you know, or for, uh, uh, you know, a pass rusher, makes, it makes sense for me. The more pass rushes you got, the better, you know, the less that you have to lean on your linebacker to be great in coverage. Right. So that's like I said, that's that's my take. Uh, like I said, yeah, I'm yeah. not against anybody being traded or anybody being gone. I just need it for it to make sense. I just don't think getting accruing all those that dead cap because we just want to get rid of this guy. Gotta make sense. We get mm-hmm. rid of DM, we don't win anything. Unless we can get a team to give us a second round or a first round pick, we don't win that. We still lose that. And furthermore on top of that, you know, that's that's we already in NFL history. Okay, we already making NFL history with dead cap. We don't have no money. And that's going to be added to next year if we do that. Mm-hmm. Right. If you actually, like you said, and I want to go ahead and follow up on you on that. Um, mm-hmm. As far as with Dion, um, it was good to see him out there. Um, I think the real the main thing was and we kind of said it in space and LT said it in the space too. It was more so for him to just try to get his win back. Um getting kind of a little bit trying to get a little bit more up to speed because we have to remember man he's been recovering from this shoulder surgery thing since the off since the end of last season. Mm-hmm. And it was some cleanup shit. So you know, you, you got to make sure you 100%. Um, yeah, you get rid of And I, I would have to disagree with you on the Grady Jarrett 10 sack thing. I would say if he could get at least 7.5 or 8, 
Mm-hmm. I think he would be good. Ten would be magnificent. We uh, like that. That's something. Yeah, I, really I got high hopes for Grady. That's the only yeah, reason not, why I say yeah. I think ten. That's obtainable. I, I think. I think. I think for Grady, I think eight would be high hopes too. But um, yeah, like I said, that would be magnificent if he can get ten. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But but um, it's kind of hard to get ten when you got um, Kung Fu Panda, Route ninety six. Standing next to your goo, standing, oh, standing God. next to your ass. Good God. Like, that's the crazy thing. We blame D, we blame Deion Jones for everything that was wrong for this defense. And we had a nose tackle that couldn't play the run nor the pass worth a damn. That couldn't get nobody's off of. But back to Deion Jones. Um, I mean, it's good for him. Um they're gonna they're looking to light that spark under him to see if he can get that flare back. I think he has always had that flare, but a lot of people don't know, man. They, they, them shoulder injuries is a mug. Really that thing, them them shoulder injury damn near destroyed Ray Lewis's career at, at the tail end of his career. Mm-hmm. Remember with the deer antler spray situation. Yeah, mm-hmm. Ray Lewis had that busted up ass shoulder. But mm-hmm. um like I said, they 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 want him, like I said, they want to light that fire under him, especially with him being the elder statesman of the defense right now and him going out there on special teams, running on the kickoff team, and like, like you said, in Looking at some of those snaps where he was out there in that last preseason game, the linebackers played completely different than what they did the first two yes, preseason games. The linebackers mm-hmm. looked god awful in pass coverage. Mm-hmm. Um, we got Jamal Grant came with a ten dollar super chat. Hold on, move this out the way. I don't care about none of that. But appreciate the ten dollars super. You know how you know appreciate how we be money. clicking stuff, clicking stuff, and then all of a sudden you got all this stuff coming up with like, <laughs> hey, such and such did this, and oh, I'm like, no, nah, I don't care about that. But Jamal Grant said this front office instead believe in uh, 70, 97, and forty-five, and trade off number two. That says a lot, and the extend 97, 45, got to earn his extension now. And yes, that's that's the whole purpose of it because you 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 want to see if he can lead by example and see if he can get better. Because we have to remember, as much as people say, "Well, Foyer was the better linebacker," who the hell taught Foyer? Who the, who had to bring up Foyer to speed? Mm-hmm. That's the part that you y'all don't talk about. It's other things that go into it as well. Like mm-hmm. you said, you may say he's regressed. I don't believe he's regressed. You get rid of him now. I- I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you, you get rid of Deion Jones right now. Y'all thought pass his pass coverage was bad. The Falcons about to be the worst pass coverage linebacker th- tandem in this league if you get rid of Deion Jones. Because Rashad Evans. Oh. As good as he is against the run, that's not his job. That's not his role. His role is to thump. His role is to get to the line of scrimmage and to get in the backfield and disrupt things. Michael Walker Mm -hmm. is an outside linebacker Mm -hmm. trying to play middle linebacker, and 
you can tell by the way he you can tell just by the way he plays. He is an outside linebacker. Troy Anderson, we don't know what the hell he is right now. He's just everywhere. Mm-hmm. They got him playing inside, outside, rushing the passer. Um, and we like we have uh Dorian Etheridge don't know the extent of his injury. So mm-hmm. like I don't I just don't like I said, anything is possible. Um yeah, right. Anything possible. But right. I I don't I like I said, I, I just I just don't think this these linebackers are very good. I'm just gonna be honest. I just don't right. think they're very good. Right. And then then old Kwikawak back there, Nick Kukowski. Mm-hmm. He's a special teamer. Mm-hmm. He give you a couple stars here and there, but he's mostly for special teams. Nathan Lambin is not a guarantee that he'll make the he'll he'll make the 53. He might most likely be on the practice squad. But yeah, I, I, I about to say Alex, like he said, he said he can't play cover. No, we're gonna act like Michael Wall can't play cover three, cover two, and most amount of man coverage. I mean, his 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 mindset is outside linebacker. When we're talking about him starting. See, he can come in and get into the flow of the game. There's a difference. There's a major when you have difference. To, when you have to start and you have to feel the feel the flow, mm-hmm. he gets a little eye happy. He he start he he starts to get a little um happy feet. He 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 wants to attack everything. And inside linebacker, you can't attack everything. It's, it's it's like it's like a it's like a, a six man a six man job is to come in and score points as fast as possible. That's his job. Hey. That's essentially what Walker is. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> that's what Walker is. That's what he is. He's the glue to the team. When we need some points, I go to the six man. Hey man, look what you got. What you got? Some ideas for this and this and this. I need help. Bam. The six man. That's his freaking job. Mm-hmm. And that's what Michael Walker is. He's a great six man. He's a great change of pace guy. But when you put him out there, he has to be the main source of the offense. Everything goes through him. There's a complete difference. It's not the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what Noah here said. He said, yeah, he looked good when he was subbed in during the Jazz game last year. And like I said, mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong with being a spot sub package linebacker. Right. There's nothing wrong with mm-hmm. that. Alden Smith made a whole career out of that before he got in trouble. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Vic Beasley, that his 15 and a half that's sack season here, that's, he was a spot linebacker. He really wasn't a starter like much. <laughs> but like I said, Dion brings a lot, will bring up, brings a lot of intangibles on this team that you can't really see on the tape and they can only do nothing but get these guys better. Like I said, as much as, as much as people hate Deion Jones and love foyer, remember, remember this in case thou said this, who the hell do you think taught 
and worked with Foyer to get to where he was. Damn sure wasn't Dan Quinn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dan Quinn was a defensive guy. He wasn't mm-hmm. a linebacker's guy. That right. was Jeff Ogle who was doing that. Who was Foyer? Who was Foyer under? Who 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 was Foyer under? Gathering information on how to get better. Why can't Deion Jones do that for these guys? It makes no sense to get rid of him this year. Now, if you're talking about next year where it's a little bit more friendly, if you have a plan like that, mm-hmm. then you can make that move. But right now, yeah. you can't afford to right now. You literally yeah. have no you really don't have that many like second like upper tier guys on your defense outside really like I said you got AJ, you got Grady, but you don't but you get rid of you get rid of Dion, you don't have that in your linebackers room. Mm-mm. You got nobody that's really been to the mountaintop. You got to have at least that one guy that's been there mm-hmm. that can teach you. Why am I? Why am I going to listen to a guy? That, let's just put it on <laughs> a surface level. We got a guy up here with two hundred still talking about Mike. You need to change your channel. What the fuck? I'm going to listen to you for. <laughs> we over here. We we over over here. Then there ten thousand combined. Well over ten thousand, fifteen thousand. Combined, and you trying to tell me I need to change my stuff up. I was, we need to change our stuff up. We are here about that. We about about fifteen thousand deep, and you trying to tell me that we need to change up. What the hell? Why? Why would Troy Anderson listen to um, Rashawn Evans? Rashawn Evans ain't did nothing. Why would uh, he listen to Mike Walker? He ain't did nothing. And this is why a lot of like a lot of players. You know, they don't respect head coaches, new head coaches. They like for the most part, if you're if you're a brand new coach like Arthur Smith, they don't respect you. You gotta prove your work. You gotta mm-hmm. prove that your plan works. That's what happened with um, you know Bill Belichick. People know I, we talk about this all the time. Bill Belichick got fired. Mm-hmm. His first job, he got fired. Go. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Before we should before before we wind down this show tonight, I got something. I got I got something to say here. <laughs> I saw some of the most ass backwards, asinine, goofball sit your goofy ass down, fuck boy shit today. I used a whole lot of acronyms to describe. <laughs> yeah, and that was a man Mike doing it this time, so I'm happy about that. <laughs> Y'all probably wondering what am I talking about? What 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 have I seen? The NFL top 100. This was some bullshit this year. This was some bullshit. Am I talking about Kyle Pitts rated low? 
Am I talking about Cordero Patterson rated 74? Mm. I could partially talk about AJ Terrell not being on there. But the most ass backwards, stupid, goofy shit that I said was these motherfuckers had Tom Brady rated number one. Where? What? Tom Brady wasn't even the best quarterback in the league last year. How the hell did y'all vote him number one? I'm I'm about to take the hat off too. I I wave the flag. All right, that's the flag. I give up. <laughs> so you're telling me. That the season that Josh Allen had, Derek Carr, Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow, Tom Brady is better than he Tom Brady, Tom Brady ain't even in the top. He wasn't even top five last year in quarterback. He ain't better than Aaron Rodgers. Y'all put a y'all put a quarterback that literally just got busted for trying to do the busted challenge with the Miami Dolphins with Sean Payton. <laughs> got busted again. We're talking about the number one player in the league. You cannot tell me with a straight face that Aaron Donald was the, the most dominant player the entire season. I don't give a damn. You can make an argument for Josh Allen being the most dominant guy last year. But you're trying to tell me with a straight face when they was in games where he had to throw the ball. Well, they didn't even have to damn throw the ball. He was out there throwing the damn ball. It's up they up 42 to 10 and stuff. He's still out there throwing the ball. I think I think these motherfuckers these, these, these motherfuckers had, had Justin Tucker ahead of AJ Terrell. I was, I was, I was like, oh yeah, I, this shit already dumb as hell right here. But mm-hmm. Tom Brady number one. <laughs> I'm almost crap. I know my tooth already cracked. I almost cracked it some more just thinking about that shit. Cooper Cup at four. Oh, uh, I know Kirk Cousins was not on that list. Y'all got to be stopped. I, I haven't watched. Any Hold on, game. I haven't seen none of it either. Hold on, I want to see this. I, I need, I need to see y'all. No see, y'all, 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 y'all done got y'all done got me looking at my phone and stuff like this. NFL top one hundred. Let's see. No way that man was on there. Ain't no freaking way. Ain't no, ain't no way, ain't no way, ain't no way. Kurt was on the list, Lord Jesus Christ. All right, and that's gonna be the end of the show tonight. Um, <laughs> oh God. Um, hold on, we gonna end the show on that note. Um, we really don't give up about the top one hundred, but we wanted to damn speak on that and say Tom Brady is one of the most overrated 
quarterbacks in NFL history. There, I said it. Y'all can kiss my ass. Um, so let's go ahead and end the show, right? Yes, sir. So y'all just got y'all just call a little five second rant there for a minute. Um, so we definitely appreciate everybody tuning in to the Cooler Talk Monday, which means the six man convo is tomorrow. Now, exclusively on six man style. And remember, I have two fanatics gift cards that I might be giving away tomorrow. You may stay tuned. It may happen. But we definitely appreciate everybody tuning in tonight. Like I said, y'all make sure y'all go ahead and share this. Make sure y'all go ahead and continue to support Mad Mike Sports on his way to the 10 to the 10K spot. I got a long way to go to catch up with him. But at the end of the day. We do the damn thing over here. So until next time, people, we ain't here to play. We here to stay. Mm-hmm. You ain't got to go home. You got to the hell about it. But Tom Brady. Well, they got some feelings in their mouth, boy. That's well. <laughs> <laughs>